0: Bed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. name Grognard here. Happy Sunday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm doing well, sort of. Had a birthday party yesterday. Had to clean up a bit. Gotta get hold of my Greek gauge, too. So there's that. But I'm thinking about theater of the mind versus miniatures and terrain and things like that. Now, I operate about half theater of the mind because to me that's role-playing. And I understand you have to have things laid out once in a while on a grid, ideally, with maybe terrain. I'm not a big fan of terrain. I think it's interesting in the early days of Wargaming, or even during Wargaming, the history of Wargaming, they used to use what they call a sandbox, which is a a table with built-up sides. It is a, a sandbox. They put sand in it, and they make terrain out of that, and they may set a few things in there. But it's easy to like grate and put things on there. I can understand why they use it. But they also have some pieces of terrain like trees and maybe a hill or something like that, which is really handy. Theater of the mind, for me, if I'm role-playing with somebody, that's usually the way it goes. If I break out the minis or the tokens, then it starts getting real serious. That's when action happens to me. And as far as what you use, we've been over this before. I like tokens because I'm just not, as much as I like miniatures, I just don't want to, I don't want to spend the time painting them. I tried, I thought it'd be relaxing, but I can, like anything else, I can only do, uh, there's something wrong with me. I don't know what it is. I can only spend like a little bit of time doing something. When I draw, I draw for maybe 10 minutes and I do something, okay, I'm done. I can't sit there. I just don't have the attention span or something or the oomph to do it. And the same thing with miniatures. You know, I'll paint maybe one miniature, one and a half miniature. Okay, I'm done. And then I don't get back to it for a week or two weeks or whatever. I really got to, you got to develop consistency. You got to do something every day with the drawing and the miniature painting, stuff like this. This is why I like the tokens, because I just make those, you know, boom, I put them in my token box and, there they are, already. And they're used for what they're used. So, and I, I do admire people who, and yes, there are pre-painted minis, but once again, that space, tokens take up a lot less space. And you just, they're easier to use for me. Now, what isn't easier to use for me is terrain. Terrain, I never use because I just don't, it's i've got space limitations i've got space problems i've got a lot of dvd movies i've got a lot of game books and terrain is one of those things where you use them once or twice and then you may use them down the road maybe a year or so but it's just stacking them up and get my friend matt, matt god bless him he makes terrain and he always has the right thing for the right dungeon or or wilderness or whatever, and he does a really good job. Now that's another, once again, like miniature painting, that's kind of a sub-hobby of making terrain, which I think is great, but I don't think I could stay at it, to tell you the truth. had an idea of making minis out of wood, like carving the wood, like carving, but I don't think I can do, it'd be a rough, you know, it'd be a rough approximation of whatever it is. Whatever it is, it's not going to be something like a pewter mini. Or a anything printed from a 3D printer or plastic or something like that, but it would it would do the job. But I never I could never. Once again, I I don't have the patience for it. I don't have the the drive for it. What I have a drive for is making stories and telling adventures and doing games. I have drives for that, and so that's what I stick for. But as far as as far as physically putting stuff out, I'm all for it when the time comes, and the time does come in the game. It really does. And, what you have out there, it all depends on how your group wants to do it. You can play with minis without a battle mat. You can play with tokens without a battle mat. You can pl- Well, it's kind of hard to play without minis or tokens with a battle mat, but what I'm saying is if you don't have a battle mat, because a lot of people like Matt. He puts up terrain. Some of his terrain is broken up into squares, so you can use it like that, but... We also have the stick. What the stick is, and this this goes back to wargaming, when they used to take tape measures and say, "My squad moves," and then they measure three inches, thirty feet, you know, that kind of thing. It's a stick with five one inch one inch increments that we made. Each in, each inch is five feet. And so we just lay the stick down there. If it's a wilderness thing, and okay, we'll put one, two, three here. Put them mini there, and that's how that it works. I probably should. I probably should do it for my Monday game. This is Mass Thursday game. He does this with this. And what I am also looking for, and I think I'm going to use. See, I have one of those little, those bear bear claw. Back scratchers, and I think I'm going to start taking it to the game because it's it's one of those it's one of those extendable ones. Comes in handy around here if I throw something lands under the desk and I can't reach. I'll just take this thing. Okay, here. But what I can do is move tokens with it, kind of like a croupier's stick when you know during say. When like roulette, they have a stick where they take and they get all the chips and stuff like that. It's kind of like that. It'd be neat if I had a croupier stick. That'd be because I'm always I'm behind a screen and the mats in front of us and there are people around the table and it's hard enough for me to make the map. Draw it out and things like that. And I have to move people out of the way and draw and stuff like this. But it's also hard when there are encounters to, okay, he moves over here and I'm reaching over and trying to do, or saying, okay, move him over here, something like that. This way I'll have something like a stick that I can use. And it, it comes in very, very handy. Uh, I think I will be implementing... The, I'm going to try and implement the stick and the, the claw. The claw. Not the claw. The claw. I'm going to try and implement those in my game. You might want to try it too. Something, uh, you know... You go get a... Buy a like a, like a half-inch dowel at Michael's or something or Walmart's craft department or something like that. Use that as a measuring tool for your game. You don't have to... You don't need... You don't need uh, squares. you don't need squares to do it. It's a little trickier, but I mean you can even lay a piece of paper out there and draw a map on a blank piece of paper and then you can just do do the measurement thing that way and it's it's a lot it's a lot it can it can it can have its advantages it can have its disadvantages, but you know it it helps for you know settling arguments and things like that too. I'm sure there was more I wanted to talk about this, but dang if I can think of what it was. <laughs> it's just been a kind of a kind of a forgetful day, I guess. Or we could just use a regular ruler too, you know. I've got a I've got a metal ruler I could probably use, or a yardstick, or how how what have you. Anything that make it easier to get around. I don't even sometimes I don't even draw rooms. I don't even we put the miniatures down. Here's the bad guys, here's the good guys, and you're in this big room and you know, we just sort of eyeball it. We just, okay, can I move over here? And I look at the map in front of me. I go, no, that's too far. Or there's a pillar right there or something like that. And I just lay it down on the grid and they go. So it's real minimalist role-playing game. Real minimalist gaming, (laughs) if you might want to call it. But, I mean, I always carry a mat with me. And things like that. I don't always carry miniatures. You can always use dice, I guess. But a lot of people are going, do we have to use dice again for our characters? Well, if you got a lot of very, very variable dice, sure. People just—I mean, I had a game where it's like the third one. One guy said, "Do we have to use dice again?" And we had to. But next time, I had tokens and or minis, or somebody brought something. I don't remember. But anyway, I got to go start my day. So. Why don't you talk about that amongst yourselves? You can talk to me about it if you want at oldmangrodonartgmail.com or you can drop me an email over at, or not an email, but a voicemail over at Anchor. And we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month. You too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thank you again, Jonathan, Oliver, Mark C. Walring. Gilbert, Juan Carlos, and Daniel Reynolds. You guys are great. And don't forget about Mark Walring's show, The Awning Owlbear. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.